Well, welcome to the Love Your City podcast, joined as always by Letitia Shelton. Letitia, it's good to see you again. Yes, I'm here and we will be joining each other and a whole lot more people in Movement Day Sydney. That's right. Um, I believe you're even looking at doing a road trip because we want to take a big team from our city. I'm thinking of it. It'll, it'll reduce the price a bit. It's great having yes. an airport here in Toowoomba that we can fly direct to Sydney from, but the cost is a little bit expensive. So yeah. um, I will get down there any way I can mm. and I'm hoping to bring as many people with me. Yeah, and I think that's important because sometimes, especially if um, we're leaders listening to this, we think about ourselves going there. But I love now that some of the key leaders are beginning to think, what young people can I take? Absolutely, that's um, essential. What Mm. marketplace people, Mm. what people, just not my own little circle. And uh, some cities are actually even financing different people um, because they believe in investing in this so much. Mm. So. You, you're going, but you won't be coming from Toowoomba. You'll be coming from the other side of the country. Tell I us will what you'll be. be in Perth for. Yeah, exciting. Well, it is exciting. The Perth team over there who have been in this space for quite some time now, working on unity and mission in their city, uh, have bitten the bullet and they're going to do the first um, city movement day in Australia. And so we want to go over and support them. Fantastic. And if you scroll back through our podcast episodes, you can mm. find an interview with Nick Scott and uh, Adam Oh, my goodness. Meredith. Meredith, that's yeah. his name. I just know him as Adam because he's a mate, you know. Well, don't know his last name. Um, but uh, we did an interview with them a while back and, yeah. and talked to them about their planning for Movement Day. And uh, I wish I could go with you, but um, that'll mm. be so exciting. Hey, uh, you know, as we um, talk about the things to do with Movement Day and as we talk about, we use phrases like the new church for the new world and all those sorts of things, I, I feel like some of the pushback on us um, is that we're criticising the church in, a, in its current form. In some ways we are, I think. Mm. Um, but we certainly aren't throwing the church out. I mean, mm. that's so far from the truth. We, we And I know you, I know your heart, and you can speak about it in a sec, but for me, I want the church to do what it's meant to do. <laughs> I want it to flourish. I yeah. want it to be the bride of Christ. I want it to be uh, the, the sending uh, organization for God's mission. I want it to be everything that Jesus wants her to be to be loving each other in the way that shows Jesus that we belong, shows the world that we belong to Jesus. Mm. Um, and so the church is central actually in a city gospel movement. Absolutely. <laughs> it won't happen without them. So we love the church. Mm. Um, we, I've been a part of the church my whole life, yeah. um, attended just about every Sunday of my life, mm. the service. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think God's still got so much more and oh, yeah. um, our cities have changed, the culture's changing. Mm. Sometimes the church is not always the first ones to change with that. And so God's um, coming, breathing on us, Mm. showing us Mm. um, that there's more. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I I had the chance to um, have a phone call with James Condon, who loves the church as well. And he's been uh, doing his thing for 52 years. Hmm. He said officially retired, and you'll hear him in the the conversation say that, but powering on, if you're Mm -hmm. not dead, you're not done, which is a great, uh, a great, uh, statement about his life. Yeah, he's passionate about the church. His experience has been with the Salvos, but yes. he's had cross-denomination impact as well. Mm. So uh, that's going to yeah. be our episode today. Our interview with James Condon. Not just experience with the Salvos, but he led the Salvos nationally. Um, so yes. he's he's quite a big deal in our country for those who are Salvos. Yeah. Um, they know James. So anyway, Absolutely. let's listen to Tune him. Tune in and listen. Well, thrilled to be joined on the phone by James Condon, uh, phoning in from uh, Warwick at the moment, but he resides on the Sunshine Coast. Uh, James, welcome. Thank you. Great to be with you, Sam. Mate, for those who who don't know you, uh, give us a bit of an introduction in a a few minutes. Tell us about uh, your present situation and maybe what uh, you've done in your career over over past years. 
okay, well, officially I'm retired, but only officially because you don't retire in the Lord's service as far as I'm concerned. So I'm quite involved still with the Salvation Army um, and really working with local churches in terms of helping them uh, move forward and uh, be released for mission in their local local communities. Um, My journey with the Salvation Army commenced, uh, let me think, 52 years ago this year, when I was uh, 17 years of age. I came to a living, transforming faith in Jesus Christ through the ministry of the Salvation Army when I was 17. That began an amazing journey. Um, Firstly, God uh, called me to the ministry, but I was a very private, shy, uneducated person who lacked confidence and thought, how could I ever do that? How could I ever do that? But God did an amazing work in me after my conversion at 17. And, you know, at 69 years of age or in my 70th year, one of the things that I often thank God for now is um, his equipping, how he's equipped me to serve wherever I have served and then how he has prepared me for the next. So we, my wife and I, Jan and I, have served, obviously, in Australia. We've uh, been to the UK twice in appointments with the Salvation Army, and we've also served in Papua New Guinea. Uh, We were up there for four years, which was life-changing. I have been a minister of a local Salvation Army congregation, with the Salvation Army, I've been on the staff of our college and I've held denominational leadership positions. Wow. And I retired, as I say, officially <laughs> on the 1st of June 2016, having been the head of the denomination or the leader of the denomination. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm inspired by uh, by your type. Um, there's, a, there's a phrase, a pastor from America who says, if, you, if you're not dead, you're not done. And uh, it really, I re- it really am inspired by people like you, uh, James, who keep on serving the Lord, and I believe you'll do it till the day you breathe your last. I um, will. And yes, that's, that's just fantastic. Yes. Um, mm. If there was something, obviously, that, that that's a that's a very multifaceted career and continues to be. Um, yep. Can Can you think of, a, apart from the gospel and apart from the kingdom of God, which are two very big, consuming concepts? Has there been something in particular that has driven you, uh, driven your passion over your career, over your life? My own um, life-changing experience of God through Jesus Christ, the calling that God gave me to be his servant and to be a minister of his gospel. And I think the other thing, the thing that's driven me, inspired me to keep going, is two things, two things I'd mention. I'll describe it in this way, the brokenness of the world, the towns, the cities, the communities we live in, who may not necessarily know it, but are in desperate need of the gospel. Yeah. Yeah, so looking at the brokenness and all of that of the local community Mm. has just urged me on. And but the thing that has also inspired me, encouraged me is hearing stories of transformation. You know, when I was in leadership up the top, I was dealing with stuff every day, the good and the bad and the ugly. But the stories of transformation were the things that inspired me to keep going. Yeah, Yeah, wow, that's brilliant. 
Tell yeah. me, tell me, the James, as you as you consult with churches and as you support them and help them, how how postured are the churches that you work with? How how postured are they towards the brokenness of their local community, as opposed to being sort of inward looking? Is that something that you find a challenge across our nation? That is changing, absolutely. Wow. I, I, I view the landscape and I see that changing. So just coming right back to my upbringing, my father was Roman Catholic by denomination. My mother was Presbyterian. I got saved through the Salvation Army. Wow. So all my life, I've had a, a great connection uh, with other denominations in the local community. Great. Years ago, I was stationed at Mount Isa when I was young. <laughs> um, and we used to have the Council of Clergy. Yeah. It was a great group of fellowship, and uh, but everybody did their own thing. We used to come together for fellowship, but in the local town, in terms of ministry and reaching the community, we all did our own thing. Yeah. And if I think like Mackay, Queensland, where I was, uh, the heart of Sydney, it was that we were all doing our own thing. Mm. But having been the head of denomination uh, for eight years all up, and now even since retirement, I see the church reaching out to its local community more than I've seen in my history, my journey as a Christian over the last uh, 52 years. So that's a great thing to see. Absolutely. But also I'm really encouraged and inspired where churches are now working together. Rather than perhaps sometimes we've worked against each other and sometimes Mm. we've duplicated services for the local community. Yeah. And I don't think that's good um, and not healthy and not as productive as the way things are moving these days. Wow, that's that, that you've said some big things there, uh, some really exciting things. Um, as as you as you go around, uh, so you live live on the Sunshine Coast at the moment. You're in Warwick, um, and maybe it's Warwick's right. too fresh to give you to give an example there. But um, as you travel and work with churches, how you're, you're, are you are you teaching this stuff or are you just seeing it? Yes, yeah. teaching it and seeing it. Sure. So um, I belong to the, I live at Caloundra on the Sunshine Coast yeah. and I belong to the Caloundra Pastors Network. Okay. Yeah. So um, Movement Day last year yeah. was the first one I've attended, uh, May 2018. Yeah. And there were four pastors from Caloundra on the Sunshine Coast. We went back to the Caloundra Pastors Network, which numbers about 20 pastors. Yeah. And we said, we've got to do something. Well, right? And Ian Shelton came to one of our meetings after Movement Day last year because yeah. he wanted to encourage those of us who'd been there. And um, we've already had our first combined event wow. in uh, September last year where we met together for combined worship and we're working on other strategies and there there are great things happening. Oh, by the way, we, Clounder Pastors Network, meet once a month, yeah. and uh, but every week, every Tuesday morning for prayer, to pray together. That's yeah. fantastic. Wow, great story. And uh, so you, Movement Day last year was your first one, and uh, you gave me a great segue question there, uh, referring to Movement Day this year. Um, what are you looking forward to most about the 2019 uh, edition? So quick reflection, last year, as I say, was my first. Yeah. I was inspired I was motivated, I was encouraged by the stories, you know, the story out of the UK, the stories out mm. of the USA, but the stories that were beginning to emerge out of uh, Australia as well. Yeah. And um, Toowoomba is a great example of that. 
Perth in Western Australia, I recall so well. Um, some local local communities across Sydney. I remember our guy from the Salvation Army was there from Maroubra, and I know firsthand. I, I filled in for a while with my wife at Maroubra uh, back in 2016. I know how the churches are working together there. So coming to Movement Day this year, looking to be inspired again and looking to see and hear how things have moved forward in the last 12 months. Yeah. Um, yeah, and wanting to certainly encourage greater attendance this year. Mm. It's still early days. The movement of Movement Day is still being birthed in our nation. Absolutely. Uh, but just knowing, wanting to know, see, feel, experience uh, what God has done in the last 12 months. Yeah. That's incredible. Can, can you tell us, uh, this is sort of a question out of the blue, but uh, of those four pastors from Caloundra who went last year, how many are going again this year and are the numbers increasing? <laughs> oh, no, I don't know the answer to that okay, question. Okay. I'm going to the breakfast next Tuesday morning, so I'll find out. Yeah, great. That's <laughs> yeah. a good one. Excellent. Good question. Yeah, I don't know. Now, uh, yeah. um, there's a bit of a culture thing in Movement Day across the world, actually, and, and Ian certainly embraces it here, and he signed you up to help out this year. Can you tell us about... Uh, your role in bringing together the heads of churches uh, to Movement Day this year? Yeah, well, Ian and I had a meeting with Bishop Philip Huggins, um, who's the national president of the uh, churches, um, Council of Churches in Australia. So I was part of that group. When mm -hmm. I was the head of the Salvation Army, denominational head, I used to, when I was able, attend uh, national meetings of heads of churches. So I've still got good connections there, and Philip and Ian and I are working on getting heads of churches to come. Now, they're busy people, yeah, um, and they're geographically located in different places across Australia, but we want to get as many together. And so we are organising on the, when, the Wednesday afternoon yeah. a special time uh, and then a dinner at night for the heads of churches to come together. Wow. So... I'm, if you like, using my inviting power yeah. um, by email, letter, phone call, follow-up uh, to get them there. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. And that will be an event not to be missed and, uh, and, and helps to, for our listeners to be praying into that because I think it's so important and strategic uh, you yep. know, that, that churches, as, much, as well as business leaders and uh, different um, government officials and everything else, you know, that it takes more than just the churches to see a city gospel movement. Um, but we don't, you know, the church is really central in all that. So your work is really appreciated for, for pastors who are listening uh, of churches, not just obviously not just Salvation Army, but all denominations um, for those who may, may be umming and ahhing or haven't even put the dates in their diary yet for Movement Day uh, 2019, which, by the way, are May 8 and 9 down in Sydney. Um, what would you say to convince them? What would be your words to them to say this is why you need to come? Oh, I, I would say It'll be like, I guarantee it'll be life changing. Wow. Yeah, I really believe that. That's what I'd say to them. And refreshing to them. Yeah. Uh, Holy Spirit working, inspiring through what is spoken, what is shared. Hey, by the way, Sam, it is so well presented. That mm. was one of the things last year. It's not boring, it's fast moving, no speaker to, speaks for too long, yeah. great a variety of speakers. Bang, bang, bang. Great worship. Hey, sorry, could have mentioned that. Yeah, great worship. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Great team from Toowoomba. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Real inspiration, real motivation. Yeah. That's brilliant. 
Um, thanks so much, James, for your time and for what you're doing in our nation and what you're doing yeah. for Movement Day this year. Really appreciate it. And thanks, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Yeah, great, Sam. Good on you. you. See you in yeah. May. Amen. Ta-da. Tish, apart from being inspired, as I said uh, to James, uh, when I look at those guys who are um, older than me, but powering on and just will mm-hmm. serve God to the day they die. Um, what I loved about James, he, he sort of got his, his presence in the big hitters in our nation when it comes mm. to the church. But he's so grassroots at the same mm. time. Yeah. You know, and I think that's so important. I think sometimes you can get sucked in with your own importance. Yeah. And, and think how, you know, of a big hitter you are and not, not worry about the grassroots. But the fact that this guy is bringing together the heads of churches in Australia yeah. while at the same time seeking to inspire and bring along the pastors of his own city, Caloundra, um, just super impressive, super, super, super humble. Yeah, and I think that's just vital um, that when we're a part of Movement Day that we are seeking to, um, how do we make this work in our own city? No yeah. matter who we are, whether we're a leader for one day or mm. for 50 years. Yeah, um, absolutely. There's something to do. And there's great strategy too, and this is a word that's become important for us in our own city of Toowoomba. We want to be strategic in, in what we do and to get the heads of churches together around Movement Day seems to me to be super strategic. Um, to get those to get those big hitters and the, and those key influencers in our nation thinking on these things um, is crucial. And so I'll, I'll be praying actually and mm. encourage our listeners to pray that he would be successful in getting the heads to ch- heads of churches together and that they can be a part of the the wider conference as well. Um, and James himself floating around, uh, he's, he's he's a very generous guy and he'll he'd love mm. to meet many of our listeners. Yep, mm. he would. So Movement Day. May 8 and 9 down in Sydney. Yep. Um, get on movementday.com.au. Get on there. Pop-up comes up straight away. You can register. I encourage you to think about bringing others from your city because you'll mm. get a cheaper price. Mm. But more importantly than that, yeah. you'll inspire them as well. Um, as James said, he said, uh, I asked him you know, in the, in the interview, as you would have heard, uh, what would you say to someone who's thinking of going? He said, this will be life-changing. Mm. I mean, that's a huge statement. Mm. This will be life-changing. Um, and so on that note... I think we'll wrap this up and say register today go and do it now see you Tish bye